All right, hi everyone. Uh, we're back. We're doing another podcast uh, with. Uh, we have a guest today. We're going to talk about a lot of gaming. This is what uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, his name is Matthew, and he's going to talk and tell us uh, his story, his side, and his uh, gaming uh, experiences and everything. So, and uh, Louise is here with us again. Thank you, Louise. And uh, this is Develop Your Mindset podcast. We're going to start. Uh, thank you for being here, Matthew. Appreciate oh, that. Thank you for and, having me. Yeah, and uh, we're going to have fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Talk about a bunch <laughs> of uh, questions. Oh, yeah, we're going to have fun. Yeah, yeah. I promise you guys that. Yeah. So, so I had a little bit of a uh, conversation and I went and I saw the, uh, you know, all this gaming uh, background and everything, how it go around and all, so I can have good idea how, what to ask and what to uh, expect. And uh, it was uh, really uh, something to see, right? Uh, so it, it was like um, more than I expected. Everyone, there was a lot of people there. Everyone was having fun. Everyone was serious. Everyone uh, just uh, uh, like, you know, like very uh, amazing community. And uh, there was none of uh, this uh, disagreements or, you know, all those things that you kind of see when you go out clubbing and stuff. None of that. It was <laughs> just really, <laughs> this was really nice, uh, uh, beautiful community. So we're going to be talking about that, explaining a little bit. Matthew here is going to give us the breakdown of how, how this thing works, what happens uh, when you go uh, to these gamings, right? Oh Tournaments. So th this was uh, uh, this, uh, this this tournament was la last week. I, uh, me and Luis, we went and we to experience. Uh, previously, of course, Luis been there. I haven't. So I took my son there. He loved it. Uh, we went and experienced. It was two GG Congo Sega tournament. Two GG Congo Saga. Congo Saga. Yes. Right. So it was uh, really uh, eye opening for me to see how uh, this uh, this uh, uh, tournaments run and uh, how how like organized they were and everything we're going to be talking about that so so we, i'm going to start uh, the first question uh, with you matthew um, like i'm going to ask you what do you think about the gaming community what Maybe. i think Go ahead. so what i think about the gaming community is i think it's another way for people to gather together and connect through the same interest like everywhere there's a community usually there'll be communities because you guys like whether you guys like basketball or baseball or anything else in common for this this is for people who love video games and who share that similar interest and the gaming community is something that's just growing as you, each year passes it's just getting bigger and bigger like even before it was kind of underrated but i feel like as you i feel like as as it keeps growing it it gives people to realize like how big it is more recognition all of that and the specific gaming community that i'm part of the most is for a video game called super smash Bros, which is a nintendo fighting game for those you guys don't know it's supposed to be like a party game but and a fighting game in a way where like you see a lot of the notable nintendo video game characters like mario or donkey kong or link or yoshi or and so many other different characters now now you got characters like mega man and 
Ryu, Sonic, a bunch of them, all together, just beating up each other, <laughs> just <laughs> kicking butt, you know, just looking good. So, yeah, that's right. What I think of it is basically, yeah, like it's a way for us to connect, do one, do one game, and just keep playing, enjoy ourselves, show to show how much we love it, grow within the game, get better at it, make make friends, tell others, all of this. It's just another community for people to come in and share, sh embrace what they love, and go further with it. Because of this, now there's tournaments for it. There's 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 like so many other events where this game is featured, and not even just this. It's, there's like other gaming communities out there that also does the same thing. And yeah, it's I just think it's I just love it. It's something I've been part of for a long time. Well, actually, no, I've been, yeah, like a long time, and still part of it, and don't see myself nice. separating awesome. from gaming and yeah. video games. It's good fun. <clears throat> cool, man. Yeah, so, uh, I, I, to me, it was a really good experience also, when I, when I got there. Um, it was a lot happening. Yeah. There was a lot of people there, uh, a lot of competition, and a lot of seriousness. And I am a serious person, so yes. for me, it was very... Uh, um, natural, like I was in my <laughs> zone, you know. Um, I did enjoy it. Uh, those of you guys uh, don't know about um, gaming tournaments, you should make an effort. Go see one. This is like it's it's really fun. So yeah. Um, all right. So I'm gonna move on to the next question. That was good uh, analogy. Um, Actually, well, something yeah. something I really wanted to point out was really the importance of having a community, because like that's that's something that's really like if you're someone who likes to do something, like it's I think it's a it's a great idea that you actually seek out a community, like because you know it's not it's not something easy. I mean, especially like like for me, you know, I was uh, I'm quite of a quiet guy, so like there was things that I liked, but I never really seek the community. But um, but once I did, you know, you get that sense of belonging, that sense of like, you know, there's people who understand you and then you can kind of grow and learn from, from them as they can learn from you. And you can really grow to like levels that you can never imagine. You can't really grow like on your own, but when you seek a community, you just feel like that sense of belonging yeah. and like... Mm -hmm. It helps you grow yeah. more. That's like, right. Like not only as, not only as a community member, but as a person. It can help develop your personality. Right. It can like help you increase skills in certain things. It will show who you really are. So that's why like being part of a community really benefits. <laughs> like it benefited me because like the amount of connections I made, like some of my some of my closest friends I met through the gaming community, and yes. I still keep in touch with some of them, thankfully. And yep. it also helped me as a person to get to where I am right now. Yeah, and just keep going from there. That's right. Just keep going. Yeah, awesome. Um, all right. Uh, so my next question: At what age did you start feeling uh, falling in love with gaming? I wanna go to the beginning for I, you. I remember when I was really young. I think I was like three or four. <laughs> my uncle had a PlayStation One. He had. A lot of PS1 games. From what I've seen, some of them included like Gran Turismo, DDR, Crash, Spyro, 
Final Fantasy, a bunch of them. I think the one that I remember playing the most, well, a little bit because I was like really young, was Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII is a is a is a JRPG video game, role playing game where, like you, where like you go through a certain story and you're doing all these missions and you're playing as a character or multiple characters and you're growing them, leveling them up, making them stronger as they fight stronger stronger bosses. A lot of that, and there's so many different kind of games like that too. And also the ironic part is. The character from that video game, Final Fantasy VII, is also in Super Smash Bros. And his name is Cloud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the game is that big, to the point where they a they have added non-Nintendo characters in this video game. And who knows, I think they're probably gonna add more that we may or may not know of. So yeah, that's where I started, and then... Super Smash Bros. the first one was another game I remember playing when it was on the Nintendo 64. I think I was like 5 when I played it. I just remember playing with my friends, having a lot of fun. The only difference was that I used to lose a lot. <laughs> I wasn't that good because I never owned my own copy. And the only oh, way I was yeah. able to play at the time was when I would go to my friend's house and play. Mm -hmm. And then eventually when I did own my copy, that's when I just played by myself, get better, and yeah. move on to the next titles from like the one on GameCube and the one on the Wii, the Wii U and forward. Now unfortunately, I didn't own a GameCube and the Wii version either. I just also played that at a friend's house, but I just played it because it was fun and I just like getting better at it. And then it wasn't an, and then it wasn't until I believe the Wii U, but that's when I finally owned my own copy, that's when I started getting better. And then that's where I started going out there and yeah, it's, it's, um, it's very c competitive uh, environment. When yes. you sit in front of that screen, it, it, your, your mind takes over. And uh, we hear this all the time, right? It helps l a lot of uh, uh, the, the kids that do, do a lot of gaming. It helps them to be, what do you call that? Like, uh, uh, like to be cal uh, calculating uh, things faster, better. Yes. Uh, like to uh, to have a structure, you know, uh, way of thinking. So yeah, it's uh, it definitely helps. And if you are that kind of person, th that's probably gonna you're gonna enjoy it a little bit better or something, or it helps you to be, become better a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, my son does that a lot, and I mean, I let him do it, but sometimes he does over, and it we need to. Oh yeah, like <laughs> when you play too much. Yeah, so I've had that too. Where like him. I would. Uh, you have school tomorrow. Yeah, I know <laughs> that's like. Like I still remember like, not even Super Smash Bros. Like any other video game in general. Mm -hmm. When you love playing it so much, yeah, you play over the time limit when you're supposed to stop, because you have work the next morning mm -hmm. or you have school. But you're just having so much fun. Uh, it is. Playing it. Yeah. It's just. It I, it, can, it could be addicting, but like at the same time, as long as you're enjoying yourself. But also, you have to learn to control yourself mm -hmm. to like know when to stop, when to play again. Learn the balance of like mm -hmm. handling the amount of the amount of play time you're putting into your gaming hours, and then everything else in general. 
balance is good in life yeah always like to to do something <laughs> what you like to do is like you probably want to have more time to do that than other things but yes. then again you know you you have to have a balance it's a really good good thing yeah my next question is almost like what we're talking here like how was uh, the experience of your growing up with gaming oh yeah with so that it was like i could say it as i when i was younger it was a struggle, but as I grew older, it kept getting somewhat better and better from what mm -hmm. I see it. Because when I was younger, now I'll admit, like, at, my parents aren't the most comfortable with me playing video games. <laughs> Still, <laughs> even today. Ooh. I mean, no, they're 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 more tolerable about it now. Right. But but back then, like, when it regarding the experience, like, I just kept playing it, and then sometimes, like. I, w I would ask my parents if they could get it for me, and they do. But then as I grew older, I would try to find my own way to get it. Well, I would still ask my parents, and and then eventually, it was when I started when I started looking for jobs. That was my chance of like, okay, I'm working now. Now I gotta work hard, uh -huh. and then make enough so I could get the games myself, so I can play them. So it was it was a struggle just from like just getting some of the games I want to play because. Um, because of like money is one thing another how much i'm gonna play it and how i might go over the limit playing it or mm -hmm. to the point where i might mess up in school or maybe not go to work who knows <laughs> I, I say it was more of a school thing now i can le i learned the balance that in between but yeah like it was from what i remember it was pretty tough when I was all right so what now about I whatever <laughs> <clears throat> What about your friends that uh, they're in gaming or, or or other people that they're in gaming, like do they go through this kind of challenge? Yes, they, you know? yes. a lot of my friends like me when they were younger, they also went through the similar challenge. But then the difference was that my friends were actually able to get some of the video games that I wasn't able to get. Mm. And, it was, and that was the reason why sometimes I would have to go to my friend's house to play it. Or I would ask them, be like, hey, can I borrow this game so I could play it? And then once I'm done with it, I'll give it back to you. Right. Sometimes we wouldn't even swap games because, like, right, right. since we can't afford everything out there, the best thing to do is, like, swap games sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I played this. Okay, I can lend it to you, and then mm -hmm. you can play it. And then um, whenever my friend finishes, he could give it back to me, or I do the same thing for him where yeah. he gives me a game, and I just play that. And then once I'm done, then, yeah, I'll yeah. on to the next game or just stick with whatever we love playing and just keep playing it nice <laughs> games like from what i remember there, there was just there was just quite too many i just put too many hours into them uh, yeah I, I, if i can think of some titles i did that with other than super smash Bros., would have been like pokemon the mario yeah. games uh, well, halo <laughs> sometimes sometimes my phone would be like uh, buzzing i look at it my son is uh, that can I buy this game? Yeah, you know, like um, uh, can I order from the <laughs> Google? And uh, yeah, he he, he 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 gets a lot of games. And then for some reason, I see him playing that one game a lot. I'm like, what did you spend all this money for? Like, what is it? you know like? And he prefers this one game. Always is playing that one. So uh, does it happen like that with with you guys? Yes, like interesting. Sometimes we would stick with playing with one game, mm -hmm. and then sometimes, and a lot of games have downloadable content, which 
you have to pay for to play more content within the game and that can also be a struggle too because like you already beat one part but now you gotta do all of this and some of it you gotta pay for it mm. and for for someone for a lot of for a lot of younger people it's a lot harder to especially if they have parents who don't really play video games as much like even my parents they're, they're not really into video games as much so they don't really understand too much too well but when they see it then mm -hmm. they slowly understand it but at the same time like since they don't play it as much it's kind of it's kind of a it's kind of difficult to like handle that i used to be in, like what you're saying just you just reminded me of like i used to be in some like gaming and i like doing that and i had a lot of time before and i would do that a lot but now i just don't i like i've created this company where it needs my full attention and giving that much attention throughout the day when i get home i'm like i'm done and sometimes my son's like dad you want to play <laughs> <laughs> I, I i can't i can't focus <laughs> i'm like burned out yeah so um but do i do i still do play with him and uh, but i didn't really really enjoy the tournament so that was uh, i'll probably do more uh, you, you know mm -hmm. more yeah of that if you come yeah. yeah they're really big you come out tomorrow you'll see yeah. it was a lot more fun it was uh, uh it was the you know like the, the gaming place where everybody went you know like where everyone yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a community yeah. event yes it's a community thing where right. all everyone in the gaming community gathers to right. be part of this big tournament right and it was yeah. cool yeah um and i do and another thing was what was it? Wait. All right. So okay. let me let me ask you about this. Uh, yes. This is uh, when did you get serious uh, about ga uh, about gaming? This is uh, um, uh, the next level for you. I've always wanted to compete in video game tournaments for a while. Back in like back or seven or eight years ago, when I I used to play a lot of uh, shooting games. Yeah. And I would do pretty good in them too. I actually would. <laughs> to the point where in my head I'm like, hmm, I wanna try competing in some of these shooting games. But the hard part of that was finding the right players and the right team to do it. And then later I kinda gave up on it. And a couple years later, that's that's when I decided I wanted to try Super Smash Brothers competitively. And this was two thousand fourteen. It was it was that year when I just observed. I just started like observing, just like you guys. I would like go to some of these tournaments and just watch, just watch them compete, yep. see how serious they are, mm -hmm. and then even watch videos of like players competing. And then I didn't start actually competing until 2015 with Super Smash Bros. for Wii U. That's where I started and. I started competing from there, going to a lot of tournaments, get better, play more, so I can be in, be good enough to like beat some of those competitors out there. Cause believe me when I say this, it is really tough. Yeah. The tournament, the competitions is really, is really oh, yes. tough out there. Yes. Yes. Well, now, I'm gonna be asking you about that. It was very, very tough. And Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, that's when it got really big, and it was actually tougher for me too. Like, the last oh. tournament. The last yeah. tournament I did last Saturday at 2GG Congo Saga, yeah, man, I didn't do too great. <laughs> but other than that, 
before that, there were other tournaments I did participate in where I would win some and then lose some, and just go just go from there, and then, to, and then from that point, I I realized how fun it was, even and how and how nerve wracking it could be. Cause like I'll admit it, when I'm actually playing in tournament, I do get nervous. Like sometimes my hands are shaking, but I try not to think about that, and I just focus and just play. I'm just very serious. I'm just getting in the zone wow. because I want to win, and just keep <laughs> going as much as I can until someone better, that's really good, takes me out. Yeah. Nice. And so yeah, yeah it's been almost <laughs> four years now actually since I've been competing in Super that's Smash Brothers to the point crazy. where like I decided to try competing in other video games. Yeah. Like some other video games I actually have experienced in tournaments were like where other fighting games including Street Fighter, Tech Gen, Marvel vs. Capcom, mm -hmm. and I've also done Tetris tournaments. Yes, that's right. There's Tetris tournaments, guys. Yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Is that right? Well, Puyo Tetris and Tetris, both. And also, wow. DD music game tournaments too, actually, beginning this year. Mostly with yeah. DDR. Yeah. I've actually been gaining some experience in some, DDR, some, music, some DDR tournaments too. Yeah, so I, I, I so saw a video. Uh, yeah, yeah. Show yeah. That, uh, yeah. I, I've seen this guy. Basically, yeah. like he's very good. <laughs> the more I compete, the more I like to branch out and try gaining experience in other video game tournaments too, because it helps me learn. It helps me learn how to play the game better, mm -hmm. and help me get better at the game. Help me, be help me, be better as a person, and just a lot of things that are hopefully nice. that are mostly positive. Awesome. And beneficial. Yeah, the the gaming community is uh, looks like it's like it's pretty big. Yes. Just, um, yeah, I'll be asking you maybe later for or for like uh, how 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 big it is and like if this state is all, uh, like the biggest or others. Oh yes. Yeah. There are bigger ones. Yeah. So I'm gonna move on up the line. When was your first uh, gaming uh, tournament? My first video game tournament that I remember competing in was it was at a local game store near my house. They were hosting a Super Smash Brothers for Wii U tournament. It was a monthly tournament. They used to host back in 2015. Now yeah. I now they host every Thursdays, but they're taking a break right now, but they're going to get back into it. Basically, it was at that game store where I just started competing mm. and then I thought to myself, after I won like maybe one set after like doing the tournament with winning at least once i realized i could go somewhere with this i could like go to more tournaments get yep. to know more people who like the same thing as i do because before like i used to be more just be inside by myself just playing on my own or maybe play with my friends just for fun you know like casually but then after playing it more competitively i realized how far i can go with it that's why like I was able to make connections with different kinds of people from different gaming communities and I'm still I'm still doing that as much as I can and to the point where I've been I traveled out of state to compete before specifically in Las Vegas that's pretty which cool. I will discuss that in a little bit nice yeah. and no and Northern California too and just like everywhere else whether it's California or just any other parts of the world hmm. Just go as much awesome. as I can, compete, play, have fun, and just get to know more people and just be part of the community. 
and just keep going from there. Yep. Yep. Nice. Louisa, <coughs> no, I'm just very impressed yeah. with what I'm listening to right now, man. Yeah. This guy's a complete beast. <laughs> He's a gaming beast. I want to. I'm trying <laughs> my best to believe me, and it's hard, but. I'm no, but, no, but I can tell you're really pushing yourself, and that's that's really what what matters here, and that's what I know, everybody should take away from here. Yes, that you know he's yeah. constantly pushing yeah. himself. You know, it's not just about going to one tournament or two or three, and then you're done. You know, it's like consistently, you know, going to tournaments, even if you, even if you don't win, you still continue going anyway, and you still keep challenging yourself. And like you said about the community, that's that to me is like really. It's really important that you have a community that mm -hmm. that can support you and yeah. and meet new people who are like-minded as well. See, that's the thing. Like winning and losing is one thing when you're competing or when you're in the community. But what's also important is just getting to know the people, getting to know the people out there. Because who knows who knows what's gonna happen to you? That's maybe right. you'll get maybe you'll sign with like really big organizations that are willing to give you a lot of money, that's right. so they can see you like play out there and do good. Or yeah. maybe you can do other things other than just competing which I, w I will also get to that in a little mm. bit there's a lot of things you can do totally like yeah. in any community yeah. like networking or exactly so like You're networking within the gaming community it's another example of networking yes yeah nice um next question tell us about the gaming community like uh when i was when i went to uh congo sega was what I saw, what, what I was standing there with Luis and I and my son, and while, while you were standing just a few feet uh, from us, I, my son goes, Dad, those guys are speaking in French. Oh. You know, and uh, and some other people were uh, talking in other languages or something. You then you came by, you said like those guys came from overseas to that game, right? So, uh, so what can you tell us about the community, like in the, in that perspective? So. To explain that, that shows how big the gaming community is and how big a lot of these tournaments are. Mm -hmm. Some of these tournaments are so big, it will attract international audience, international audience, international mm -hmm. audiences, competitors, all of that. Like you said, like there are people talking in French and Japan because they came from France, Japan. I think some came from Australia, um, some other parts of Asia and Europe, Canada all gathered here mm -hmm. to be part of this big event yeah. to compete and connect all of that yep. see this shows how big it is to the point where it attracts the whole globe and a lot of big tournaments have a tendency to do that because for some of those competitors they want to play and get get the experience also like it's another reason for them to travel out of the country so aside from just like you know just touring around another country and traveling you have your main reason and that's because for the community for the game or yeah. for anything you love you're basically doing what you love outside of your outside of your own territory and because you want to show yourself yeah i'm from here but i can still put yeah. i can still show you how good i am and how good my country could be or wherever i'm from yeah it's not it's not easy uh for anyone to travel out, out, outside their country oh, to no. go um and like it, it, it's not easy to plan on it to like go, but like it's an amazing destination. You're going to this, you know, to the gaming. Yeah. Uh, like even for me, like believe me when I say this, I really would love to 
go to Europe, Japan, anywhere. So I can also like, so I can also play out there too, and also meet the people out there. Yeah. See, that's another thing, like international connections too, really beneficial. Totally. Like, one of those people, like you mentioned your son talking to people in French. Like, it's funny because I know one of the guys who, that within that, I know one of the guys from France who came here to compete. Like, yeah. we're also like good friends, we talk here and there. Yeah, like, hmm. he literally came out here for this, and because he loves doing it. Yeah. And he goes, I think he goes like other countries too, who knows? Not just him, but just a lot of these competitors. Yeah. They're just traveling everywhere. Because it's, for, it's their way of just being part of the community. Just doing something, just doing what they love. And just keep going at it. Yeah. It's hard, but hey, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, if you can afford it and you have the time, yeah. See, that's the hard part, it's though. Fun. <laughs> the hard part of all that is affording, like, avoiding the travels the housing yeah. you know just travel plans in general mm -hmm. you're basically combining your travel plans and what what you're gonna do aside from just aside from competing and all totally. that yeah it's a lot of work but hey man if you love doing it just keep doing it have you tried nice. finding sponsor oh i'll talk about that actually <laughs> <laughs> um let's ask you what is your role in the gaming community? See, I heard sponsors. That's funny because I'm actually part of a video game organization. It's based, it's called esports. Esports yes. means electronic sports. Yes. Which is basically a definition of people basically treating video game as a sport. Mm -hmm. Just like how I do it in Super Smash Brothers or how there's so many other video games out there that people play competitively, play tournaments, play for and win money and just do all of that other games like League of Legends or StarCraft, Overwatch, Hearthstone, even finding other fighting games like Tekken and Street Fighter. They're all they're all they all have competitions and they're all called esports. Yes. And I'm also part of an esports organization called Dreamcatcher Gaming. We we host we also host um, Super Smash Bros tournaments up in the valley in San Fernando Valley around Northridge. We first started around, well, when I first came in, they were hosting um, Super Smash Bros for Wii U tournaments at CSUN. And then I asked, I think I approached them and like, hey, I wanna try helping you guys run these tournaments. And they, they let me in and I've been helping them since for almost two years. We went from helping at CSUN to host to helping to running the smash tournaments at another location called worlds collide that's what that's basically our location where we run the super smash bros tournaments we we started from running it on sundays for smash for wii u and then eventually we moved it to wednesdays and then we had our own weekly going for literally for i think almost two years now called worlds collide Worlds Collide Wednesday. Right? Has it been two years? Like yeah. almost two years, more than a year for sure. It was Worlds Collide Wednesday. That's a weekly Super Smash Brothers tournament that I also help ho run and host. Like I'm the, I'm what, what I like to say a tournament organizer, because I'm one of the people helping organize the tournament. Right. So that when all these, so that we can get more people to come in, play in tournament, mm. and just enjoy ourselves. 
Nice. Just be part. Just another tournament for. So yeah, it's a, it's in. a completely different uh, perspective when you get in uh, uh, organization uh, side of things. Uh, everything becomes uh, so different. Now you have responsibilities and yeah. uh, you know, like uh, people counting on you, <laughs> and they want you to perform. And uh, I've been involved in um, festival, and I know very well what it takes to create that festival five days 24 hours and uh, it's overwhelming um, I've seen a lot of uh, uh, you know like uh, in, in the in the back doors I've seen a lot of uh, push and pull all kinds of things so it gets pretty hectic yeah yeah it was yeah it was really hectic when I was doing it to the point where I wanted to take a break because like yeah. how exhausted I was getting and yeah. also balancing out like work and running these tournaments and also it's competing so too yeah so like doing all of that it was a lot of balancing yeah, like, so I kind of wanted to just take a break a little bit yeah but now I got back into it unfortunately our last World's Collide Wednesday was last Wednesday for mm -hmm. the year and now we will be moving it to Thursdays and this tournament and it is still in Northridge just yeah. a and yeah, we're starting next year. We're going to be running these tournaments again on Thursdays. And aside from that, regarding you mentioned Congo Saga. Yes. I also help at Congo Saga too. Yeah. Like the whole running the tournament, making making sure these players are all these players are here. They're playing each other, calling out their names, like roll call, making sure they're playing, keeping score. Yeah. I was also doing that at Congo Saga too. And it's really fun. And yeah. I've actually done it in like other big tournaments aside from that and continue to do it in other big tournaments because aside from competing, just TOing and helping the helping the community is also pretty fun too. Oh totally, totally. You get a lot out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it helped me grow leadership skills somewhat. Yeah. Hopefully. For sure, for sure. <laughs> There's no doubt. I mean, uh, everything you do uh, it's gonna leave a little bit of the mark, a little bit of uh, you know the the taste, the experience, yeah. and then uh, other place you you get to use uh, all these things that you've learned before, right. you know, and totally. That's why like competing is one thing, but toing is another hard isn't is another tough thing to do. Well, not just just like helping the community in general, because the help because you're the reason why this is happening. And you're helping it grow. For sure. You're contributing. Yes. Just like what I'm doing with Dreamcatcher Gaming or what I was doing at 2GG Congo Saga. Like we were help contributing to make sure these tournaments run well, that people show up and people enjoy it. And then we just keep going yeah. from there and just keep yeah. going, keep getting bigger. <clears throat> so uh, since we're talking about helping tournaments, uh, is there any like levels of helping the tournament? What I mean is like... Um, Maybe at first you want to like really come in and help them uh, on, on uh, outside things and eventually you probably get a different role in it. Is it does it work like that? Like, yeah, it's or you just like choose to uh, help them any spot. It begins where like when it comes to like setting up a tournament, usually it's make sure that you have the game setups mm -hmm. and make sure that you're advertising too. you're promoting your tournament. So that people can come and compete and then just have a good turnout. Yeah. And believe me when I say this, like even at Worlds Collide 
Yeah, we've had days where not a lot of people showed up. I mean, you know, like, we have those on and off days. Like, when it gets really busy, it's really busy. When it's not, yeah. it's just really... It just goes by quicker. And aside from just running it, like, there's other things you have to do. Obviously, like, setting up, setting up the floor, hmm. like, setting up the games. Also, like, handling the equipment, the manual labor. Also, there was a lot of equipment there. Yeah, like... If you, if you guys saw 2GG Congo Saga, like, yeah. there was a lot of furniture, equipment, oh and games goodness. that they had to move around. The, how many monitors there were? I think, like, more than 50. Yeah, yeah. It, it, to me, it looked like 150. Yeah, it, was I, a I, lot. I, it should be. You know what? At, <laughs> at a tournament that right? big of a scale, like it should zone. be at least 150. I don't know. Like, if they have that much, that'd be really good, but I'm not sure. I yeah. count it was at least more than 50. There was a lot of it. It was. Yeah, and the cool part about that was... There was one room where you see all these, you see the competitors, and there's another room where. Oh yeah. They're practicing. Yeah, there is a pra practice room. What is it? Yeah, uh, you you get in there, you practice, you practice, and you play, and uh, when your time, uh, when your name comes up or time comes up, you're you're at it, <laughs> going at it. And I forgot to bring up another thing too, and that is streaming equipment. Basically, right, right. Of course, streaming, cameras, and, cameras, oh, computers, wow. all yeah. of that. So you can record matches, so mm -hmm. that they could be shown on the big screen. It's so you, you guys saw the projectors. Yeah, I saw the projectors. I remember you told me that it's live. Yes. Ev like the global, everyone's watching. Yes. Yes. See, we're streaming it live. Yeah. It was streamed on a. It was streamed on a site called Twitch.tv. Which is basically okay. the main game, main streaming site for gaming right now. But I don't know. I feel like there's other gaming. It sounds like there's other streaming sites out there people are using. Like right. I know YouTube gaming is also big. Facebook gaming's coming up. There's like so many different sites, but usually Twitch has been like the main source for a lot of us. Like even Dreamcatcher Gaming, we stream our tournaments on Twitch too. Also, okay. like if you guys want to check us out, yeah, it's Twitch.tv/DreamcatcherGaming. That's where mm -hmm. we stream, and then. Congo Saga was streamed under twitch.tv slash 2G Gaming. That's the name of the organization. That's where they were streaming all the matches so that people can watch it. And then once the tournament is done, then they upload it on YouTube so that viewers can see the matches again or if they missed anything, then it's their chance to see it. And also benefits players too, if you guys don't realize it. Because it gives the players a chance to, to watch their own, watch themselves play the game it's re been uh, recorded. Yes, it's recorded live, and yes. it's usually kept in their Twitch site or uploaded on YouTube. Mm. And on the player's perspective, it gives them a chance to watch the videos so they because to see if they make any mistakes, and then they can learn from it and then get better. Like there's even videos. You of know what he's talking about, right? Yeah. It's so big when you watch yourself. It's so big. Yeah. Like there's um, even videos yeah. of me playing, and sometimes yeah. I would have to go back and watch it because. I want to know where I messed up, the mistakes I've been making, so I can learn not to do that again. Right. And just get better. It's another source for players to like grow too, because it's their way to know where they're messing up. Of course. Because you can, you, you can watch yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like mm -hmm. watching yourself is another way to get better. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we uh, when me and Luis were first started, I mean, uh, sitting and watching myself uh, taught me so much. It's uh, like. Yeah, that's the only way. Because nothing replaces that. You know, no. it's, it's so there. big. Yeah. And with all the technology we have now, it's like it's really hard to miss some of this. 
maybe like some of the games that were not streamed that's hard to miss but like even the game itself like there, there's ways where you can record yourself playing like you can have a buddy record for you or yeah. in super smash brothers they have a thing where you can save the replay meaning you can save your last match so that you can also see where you messed up and yeah just mm -hmm. learn from it watch yourself take notes yeah and get better yeah. <clears throat> so how does the qualifying system and the match work in the gaming community uh, if you can elaborate a little bit the system yeah. i mean i was there but you i've asked you a few questions but like when people they haven't been in that kind of uh, 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 tournament, uh, if you can like a little bit explain how the system works, where where you start from, where uh, where you go, and then to be able to like have a big match and all that. So to do that, the system. If I want to, if I want to talk about that, I'll probably be talking about fighting games most because that's the one I'm most experienced in. Yeah. Especially in a one v one environment. Sure. So to qualify for that, there's really no qualify some tournaments will have qualifications where like you have to be good enough where you have to win certain tournaments to be invited to participate but other tournaments in general like even combo saga there's no qualification you just gotta pay you just gotta sign up pay yes. register and show up and just start playing okay. and then just go from there once you do that <laughs> you get to the tournament yes and then how do you get guided and how do you um, like, what is the what is the rules or wh how do you start? Uh, what at what point do you start playing and how do you go through uh, going to the to do, to do a competition? How we saw like those two guys were so the base the basic rule is regarding at least with like the fighting games that I, that I've been familiar with. The basic rule is in earlier stages of the tournament, it is a best two out of three match, meaning whoever wins two games in the set moves on and they just keep moving on until they lose to a player yeah. now in most tournaments nowadays they have a double elimination format meaning when you lose the first time you get sent to a loser's bracket so everyone starts out in the winner's bracket and they keep going and keep win. they just keep going and they just gotta keep winning the moment and then once you lose that's when you get sent to the loser's bracket mm -hmm. It's fun the loser's bracket when you also have to keep winning, but if you lose again, that's when you're officially eliminated. Yeah. And... So, at the loser bracket site, if you win twice, what happens? Each set, each tournament set, set, is basically, that's what they call it, it's a set. Right. Set of two or three matches. I see. If you win two matches, you move on. Even in the loser's you, bracket. Uh, get uh, to send back to the first bracket? No, you just keep going up. Even uh, the loser side. Yeah, from the loser side, I see. you get sent to a certain point of the loser's bracket. Mm -hmm. And then you have to play against another opponent who came from the earlier part of the loser's bracket, who's yes. been winning it over and over, and yes. now he's ready to face the next person that got sent to the loser's bracket. And then from there, it just keeps going, where the loser is done, but the winner just keeps going until when they lose or until they get all the way to losers finals so so those guys <coughs> when they were playing on the stage the two different guys so how how, how where did i come from like uh, one comes from the first bracket other one comes the second most bracket? of the people that were shown on the stream yeah. are all from the winners bracket winners those bracket. are the players who went who reached far enough 
who went really far in the winner's bracket mm. to the point where like they're gonna start being shown shown on stream sometimes you can be shown on stream in the earlier stage too it's really random now the way that tournament was formatted or big tournaments is you have a pool yes and then in the pool is you have the winners and losers bracket the players who make it out will make it to like the round two pools or like tom 128 tom 96 64 48 32 all that and you can come from both the winners and the losers side all you just got to do is just keep winning and keep playing to get up there and then finally you make top eight which is like the end of the tournament the end state the final stage and even in top eight you'll have four people on the winner's side the winner semis and but you'll also have four people on the losers who came all the way from the loser side which is like they call it loser seven but it really varies but then once they go up a little further, then it's from like losers quarters, losers semifinals, and losers finals. While the winners, well, there's winners finals, winners semifinals, and then there's the winners finals. And then what happens there? To explain the winners finals first, after the the person who gets sent to who loses in winners finals will have to play against the player from the losers bracket who went all the way from winning from. The losers quarters semis and losers finals and those two play each other to play the last winner of the winners finals which is called the grand finals basically the player who came all the way from the winner's side versus the player who came all the way from the loser side oh. and what happens there is if the if the player from the winner's side wins well they win the tournament and now here's the complicating part if the player from the loser's side wins they have to play another set. So grand finals will have two sets, where if the winner wins, it's over. If the if the player from the loser side wins, then he has to he, the, one more the player from the winner side has now been sent to losers bracket. So now they're both in the losers bracket, and that's where you oh officially my. determine the winner. It's a, it's really it's a really complicating thing to explain. But, but it makes sense though. Yes. It's a dog. Now, now he became format. a loser <laughs> too. Exactly. That's what it is. It's like yeah. you you start off as a winner and then you keep going until you become the loser. But you and, still keep And then, but you could still be a winner yeah. if you just continue winning from as a loser. Yeah. yeah. Or if you manage to send the last winner to the to the to the loser so, side. So <laughs> so this uh, two uh, two GG uh, Kango Sega. It's been going on for five years. You were saying. Has it ever happened that the loser won the tournament? Oh yeah, couple, oh yeah, couple times. Actually, two GG has been around for a long time, <laughs> yeah. but when it comes to that Saga tournament series, right? The first didn't. The first one didn't happen until I think like December twenty fifteen. I know because I was there, oh, but okay. I was only spectating. It was okay. after that, like I started competing in those tournaments and so many other big tournaments out there that's been going on all over the world. Not just two GG, but like yes. so many other big tournaments, like. I'm gonna. I was gonna bring that up now. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. I was just wondering if like how how this th how this thing works. Yeah, the loser can come and win the whole tournament. They could, and know? it has happened. <laughs> it has happened a lot, actually. Yeah. Even in that, even in some of the two GG Saga tournaments, it has happened before, from what I remember. Or no, just like other big tournaments in general, it's because once you're in the loser side. That's when you're. That's when everything's on the line for you. That's when you really gotta like. 
Oh Keep yeah, pushing uh, step it up, right? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's really hard. All right, so so now we have a little bit of idea how this uh, tournament works and the rules and uh, uh, you know like uh, whatever everyone does in there. Now my next question is gonna be: a lot of the parents they have this stigma, this this uh, belief system where they think this gaming is not gonna get their kids or son or daughter anywhere and so like uh, because of that I want to ask you uh, how can you explain the uh, parent that uh, this is a real community like real real things happening here I would show them yeah. I would show these parents like videos see this is why twitch and YouTube exist or it, why it's really important to yeah. make sure all these tournaments are being recorded because it shows how big it is, how competitive it is. It also shows the parents why this exists, why people use gaming as a way to connect as another community. It shows the parents that there is a gaming community. Video games isn't something that you just play in your room by yourself and just have fun and just like not socialize or any other stereotypical things parents say. Like something like these tournaments will show that kids will go out there and make friends do a do a common interest mm -hmm. and they're also competing and they want to win too and showing how greatly they could be in this game or any other game they play in general whether super smash brothers or street fighter anything league of legends whatever yeah it the, the parents it just shows the parents that yeah like this is real guys this is real and people actually play for money out there and they win too some players make a living out of just playing video games it's hard but they do it yeah because they really practice and focus yeah when when we were at the tournament uh, we were having a little bit of uh, discussion talking you were explaining to me telling me about uh, this one guy he's in his 40s you said oh yes uh, that's that's something was uh, i mean it's maybe not as shocking but like looking at the average age of uh, the tournament that that was pretty uh, up there you know yes. for for someone keep on playing and doing what he was doing and he was and he got us he became successful in it yes and he made a lot of money yes doing for, it for those wondering that and he has uh, sorry and he has two kids I'm not sure I think maybe three I'm not sure something like that yeah okay. that pl it's funny you mentioned that that player's name is Sako Sako is a professional Street Fighter player and yes, he is around his 40s and he's still able to compete at his age. And even win too. Yeah. And aside from that, like, there's other good Street Fighter players out there. Like, there's one of the big names is like Daigo Umehara, who was, who, who started at when he was like really young. Like, he's been competing since the 90s. He's like in his mid 30s and he's still doing it. Yeah. Some other people, there's Justin Wong, who's also been doing this. He's been winning fighting game tournament since he was in high school and some of the big ones he's been winning was called evolution mm. evo for sure evolution championship series evo is basically the super bowl of fighting games it's where mm -hmm. all the fighting all the big fighting game titles are all played where all the big competitors come in from all over the world and that's where guys like daigo mahara justin wong sako or if i would even name some super smash brothers players Players like Mewtwo King, Armada, Hungrybox, Mango, MK Leo, Zero, 
those are some of the big names that compete in tournaments like EVO or other other big video game tournaments out there too and they win a lot of money playing it and make a career out of it if they can <coughs> and just keep going from there <coughs> yeah okay. um, oh and I yeah go ahead and this also shows that like Sako's in his 40s and Daigo's in his 30s this shows that like age doesn't mean much it really doesn't like yeah. you can be old and still be playing and competing yeah. that's one thing that parents need to understand a lot of them don't is that like you could be you could grow older and still and still play a lot of parents think oh when you're older you're going to start growing out of video games you're not going to be able to play anymore because you might be too busy working you're too busy with life and other things yes that is true but if you learn to balance that you could still be doing this like there are people yeah. in their 50s that still go to arcades i mean i go exactly. uh, yeah i i did play a lot and um i have my eye coordination is pretty pretty good uh, and sharp and uh, i enjoy playing it and uh, in short time i can come i can become pretty good at uh, pretty much any game you know if, especially if i like it mm -hmm. you know so that helps uh, yeah but like uh, while you're telling the story all these people names everything i'm like re remembering hearing a bunch of my cousins my 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 friends i've heard them say this thing where uh, you know um uh, yeah, so like my son is or daughter playing a lot of gaming, and I, I don't know I, I don't know how to stop them, and like they're they're basically uh, are uh, against it, you know they're they're uh, they're not able to understand to to relate to what's really going on. Mm -hmm. um, maybe because the kids are doing a little bit overdoing, yeah. you know, but but then again, I think. In their mind, their mind, they they think this is not a um, a real thing. Yeah, the kids shouldn't do that. But on the other hand, when I go see all these tournaments and you explain all these people, everything, it's whole not another uh, world out there, you know. And uh, yeah, so like when it comes to your friends, and they, I'm sure they all have stories, and like I don't know if you can explain <laughs> what they went through and where they are today in like you know a little bit short yeah. maybe some parent out there watching this mm -hmm. uh, would help them to get the un understand perspective yeah. okay and before I say that just saying like some of those big names I, I said like I mentioned regarding Evo they didn't Evo was in the tournament that all of them won but it's like tournaments that they competed in and they went really far in but they have mm -hmm. won other big tournaments like EVO, maybe bigger or, or, or smaller something. But they all have experience in like this high level gaming. Mm -hmm. And regarding what you asked, like, wait, I'm sorry, can you repeat that one more time? Yeah, my thing is like, I, I want those parents out there to kind of understand that their kid is not crazy. Their kid yeah. is not wasting time. And all these other kids uh, like that you guys grew up and like you went through this also. Yes. And like uh, for for some parents out there watching this, what can they, um, if they're not understanding how they should like look at this, they so, should see, so they understand. They should see it as another another source for kids to make friends, for kids to make friends with 
other kids who like the same thing they do and then just grow and bond mm -hmm. and just and just go from there yeah make and then more, make more friends yeah. and then mm -hmm. it's like it's like it's like what we're talking about being part of a community and just growing bigger and bigger like everything like a lot of things starts out small but then totally it's up to you to make more connections and make a community bigger and bigger it's not an easy step but it's a fun but it's fun doing it sometimes yeah like i i, I enjoy being part of this community and helping it grow and some of these kids who play it who play video games yeah they definitely can do it too yeah just it's all just, just yeah just being friends you know it's not just about playing by yourself and just being addicted it's a it's literally a connection source um yeah i think uh parents those parents out there they're more uh, uh seeing the part where it's addictive yeah uh also um but but if you like doing something you want to do a lot like if you like doing sports you're going to do a lot so you can get really good at it yeah there's there's no other way around it right it's yeah you're developing your habit loop and uh, uh in the end uh, when you when you doing whatever sports or playing your games you're going to be doing by habit you're not doing oh let me do left or right now you're doing by you know you've done it so many times you're yeah. doing the same thing over uh, exactly. so that's that's the thing that's what it, it, that's what it takes to become really good at something that you uh, you're starting uh, so you have to do something it's a repetition you do a lot of it and then you become really good at it and that that will help you to be better than the other person that hasn't done as much as you've done you know like, uh, like a like a rival yeah totally see that's the thing like really just like with sports you know sports players have rivals video gamers gamers have rivals too totally like totally. their goal is to be better than the other gamer mm -hmm. and then just keep challenging themselves yeah. and pushing themselves to get better yeah that's why there's competitions that's why there's all these events going on yeah to sh for people to showcase how good they are be like yeah i could do this too yeah like it's it's sort of like a proving ground in a way but that's that's what they're trying to do play get better and then just keep going yeah i i just remember I yeah i just remember the um, bruce lee story if you've heard of it uh he's, oh, he's he, uh, he had he had this uh real one punch where he would take his opponents out with that one punch mm. and he had practiced 10,000 times exactly. that, just that one punch you know and pretty much when it comes to repetition that's what it takes you do something a lot until you get the best at it and and yeah and that's what it takes i think that's also something parents should understand if they're especially if their kids are playing video games a lot and when they're also competing is that some of those kids and some of those players out there they're out there practicing for oh, yeah. about 10 hours too just like bruce lee had to practice with those punches or right. when those athletes are when basketball players are practicing their shots yeah. or all of that even video games require competitive gaming also requires practice it's a sport so of yeah. course you have to practice when it comes to fighting games like some of the things you have to do is you just gotta sit down be in front of the game have your control in your hand and just practice like certain combos executions timing and all of that yeah like that also requires practice too mm -hmm. like there are players out there that post videos on social media of like mm -hmm. showcasing how much they practiced 
and they showcase that <laughs> in a tournament. So like, yeah, it's just another thing that it's just another thing you have to do. So like, it's not an addiction. It's also it's another it's another source of training because how else are you gonna get better? Just watching is one thing, but like, you you won't actually get better at it until you experience it yourself. Like even for me, like when I play Smash, there are times when even I'm in my room just labbing out some combos, labbing out certain moves, finding out if there's anything else I could do. Right. Try, try something new, and then use that, use that, so I can use that as a way to get better and use it in tournament, mm -hmm. and then just do something unexpected and win. Also, like when I play, I'm actually known for doing a lot of unexpected things. So, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's not. Uh, when it comes to play uh, uh, executing something like really uh, that you've been practicing a lot on like sports or anything like yes. that you you rather stick to uh, your uh, practice which yes. is uh, your habit as soon as you deviate from that uh, a lot of things can go wrong you it's not your familiar territory at that po point yeah and things are going fast at that moment you have no time to correct yourself mm -hmm. But if you do something that you are familiar with, it's easy for you to continue doing the next and the next. You're very uh, familiar with what you know, what you've learned. That's why. So like, that's that's the thing. Yeah, that's why you need to like keep practicing, and you gotta not just play with yourself at home, mm -hmm. but not just play by yourself at home. But you need to play against other people mm -hmm. so that they can teach you and help you totally. fix your mistakes. Mm -hmm. So they so that you can know where you're messing up what you can fix yeah. what you're lacking mm -hmm. and uh, what your strength is and just keep just keep improving from there and just push yourself awesome. to keep going mm -hmm. until until you just can't do it anymore yeah never give up just keep going and you're gonna lose too but hey that's how you learn man that's how you learn you lose to get better you have to be willing to lose yes uh, not ev like even some of the best <coughs> players out there there's doesn't always win consistently that they will lose some too mm -hmm. but that's their way to know where they messed up and then oh. make sure it doesn't happen again and yeah it's even all, that is hard too it's a learning uh, process you know uh, you learn from winning uh, as much as you learn from losing also you know you know what not to do or you know you, you you're gonna know what to do more of it so yeah and that's why like parents need to understand that like it's not an addiction it's another way to practice to get better, especially right. in comp especially for competitions. Yes. And yeah, I will. They really need to understand that. Yeah. And hopefully they will. Hopefully so hopefully. my next question: When I was at the tournament, I've experienced something that I've ha I've haven't I have not seen that as much as that that how many people were there? I think like more than more than nine hundred. More than nine hundred people. I mean, I've never experienced that many people maybe not all of them at simultaneously but like that many crowd that much crowd that many people so focused so like determined and even though a lot of them weren't playing but they were watching some uh game and they're, they're like how can how can you explain this uh, focus uh comp competitiveness uh, is is like so high uh do you practice for you, like, or if you know anyone 
do they uh, do they practice yoga meditation focus game or something mm -hmm. to to be able to like uh, uh, sustain that that uh, uh, that longevity of focus I love focus so I'll begin with I'll speak from a spectator's perspective and a spectator's perspective is like watching a sport it's like watching baseball or basketball you're focused on watching the sport because you want to see what these players are doing whether they're going to do something good they're going to do something bad you're focused on watching it so you can learn mm -hmm. it's like that with games too spectators are there to watch these competitors play learn learn how they play learn how serious they are and just watch seriously analyze it see what they're doing and then see if they can learn from that and for players too like they're also watching too so that they can learn what they can do when they play and from a player's perspective now they're the ones playing and competing so obviously they're just going to be straight focused on the screen they're just in the zone that's the only thing they're thinking of just mm -hmm. playing the game and trying to win mm -hmm. and now regarding how to prepare for that there's so there's a lot of different things like i haven't i there are some people who do i haven't met anyone who's done it but yes i'm aware that there may be some players who may do yoga or meditate to learn to calm their bodies because sometimes when we compete we get really nervous because that's when like that's when our lives are on the line yeah we, like uh, it's like i said earlier like when i'm playing my hands are shaking because how nervous i am because i'm competing and all these people are watching and if i lose it's it'd be a it won't be a good feeling if i win it's it it's like an amazing feeling mm -hmm. and to practice that like what i do is for me i usually try to just stay calm relax maybe listen to some music listen to some calm music to calm my mind calm my body so i can prepare myself and, and try not to get too nervous sometimes i take a nap so that i'll have the energy to play and have the stamina to just keep going yeah along with like eating a banana or getting some yeah. snack to yeah. have some food in the system so um you're saying that your hands are shaking when you're nervous you know when you when you're nervous your body creates more of uh uh this this uh, uh what was the name of that hike what was the name of that uh, uh hormone that your body produces when you're nervous cortisol, cortisol. Mm -hmm. so your body creates this cortisol and that that uh, is not uh, really good uh, um, thing to have in your system w w when you're nervous that's what happens yes. and uh, that's why your hands shake and you become fuzzy and yes so if you can control your your anger not anger but like your uh, you know your emotions. focus the emotions of uh, that's that's what that's when if you can make yourself uh, produce some dopamine or serotonin or some kind of that right. kind of uh, you know uh, thing uh, that would be very beneficial because those are uh, your happy mood and, and you know you're, you're the most focused at those levels and uh, that's what it does basically when you do uh, yoga meditation or this kind of practices um, you learn how to make that part of your you know system yeah. go and uh yeah um 
but I did enjoy. I really, really enjoyed. Like uh, throughout the week when I'm working, I, I'm imagining those those like faces. Everyone was just like so they're serious. Really serious. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that part. It's because they're really they, they're just it's their competition mode. Yeah. Because that's when they're playing and that's when they're trying to win and go further. That's when totally. you're literally a different person now. Yeah. So so my next question is going to be uh, um, something uh, about fun. What happens? Uh, what are the fun things uh, that happens in the tournament? Some of the fun things is like watching other players play and just seeing them do all these sick moves within the game. All these amazing combos or just all these executions or just the gameplay itself but being played at a higher level that not a lot of people are able to and just watching that is fun and also being part of the hype part of the, part of the crowd that's cheering and like rooting for the players it's like it's like watching a sport basically you're yeah. basically watching and playing a sport because you're watching all the highlights that are happening and the players are making the highlights so that it because it's cool and also they want to get recognition they're trying to be flashy and they're trying to style yeah look good look good for the camera all that i mean i mean i did that too so yeah so what was uh fun for you when you went to tournament like outsider As, along with you know like meeting meeting people and all that that's fun too well to me the uh i guess the funnest thing for me was the community itself that that it just uh I just like that that sense of like that everybody just kind of uh, they're just kind of in that community where they all understand each other and they're all like f friends yeah. and everything and that to me is like that that was like the funnest thing to me about that because I, I personally don't play a lot of video games I mean I, I used to play I guess I played a few when I was younger but I was I, I guess I gave up too early. <laughs> You're never too late. I, I was I was one of those that you know I I, I was just like. Every time I would I would play a game, I would always be like, "All right, what's the easy level, man?" <laughs> I'm like, we're, "I'm like easy mode, easy mode." First. <laughs> if, the, if the game didn't even have an easy mode, I would probably not play that game. And um, or you know, I would go on the internet, and you know, there's these things called cheat codes. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> I, I would either do the cheat codes, or then there's like this like. That's the, what my son or, does. Or, or like there's a few consoles there's a few consoles where you can save your progress of the game onto a memory card oh, so yeah. what i would do is that i would take i, I would take their memory card since like <laughs> my friends were better than me i would take their progress and then be like you know what? i can't pass this level man did you pass it all right i would take their card and then i would play like whatever was beyond that level so i would skip it anyway <laughs> <laughs> so every time you know i'll be finding a a, a workaround the games you know but it's fun anything i could do or sometimes i even got to the point where i would start getting to the code of the game and try to start like if i can get rid of certain things you know oh in, the, in, in the game so like oh <laughs> my God. or i would add things i would i would try to find glitches in the game too oh my God, so, yes. so, I, so i could anything possible to make the game easier so i wouldn't have to struggle because like yeah i just got too attached to I mean, to, it, I to, mean, to winning, winning, winning. That I didn't want to lose. Like every time I lost, I get frustrated and I'd be like, "Fuck this game." <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I know what it's like. <laughs> hey, man, I know what it's like to lose. It's not yeah. a good feeling, but yeah, it's a way to get better, and you just gotta keep pushing yourself. 
to, <laughs> until you win or until you reach a certain point or when you're just done with the main story and yes cheating to win is actually a thing but don't do that that's right don't do that pro cheating especially in high especially in gaming competitions high level competitions you do not want to do that because if you do and the organizers catch that or any of the staff you'll be dealing with a lot of consequences to the point where you'll be banned from competing yep. or any other punishment like I know we've been talking about a lot of the, a lot of really good things in the community but just like any other community there are a lot of bad things too and you just got like you know like drama toxicity and all that that's where the uh, organization comes in if they're if they're good organi organizers they will uh, um, they will bring the level up of course you know, yes the, the stakes and level yeah it will be the organizers and the staff job to make sure this doesn't well, happen and that's why some players actually got banned too like some talks I have to, I hate to say it, but there are actually some competitors that have been banned not for cheating but for doing anything bad in general whether it's sexual harassment violations stealing all of that it has happened before and you gotta watch yeah. out for that like even in the gaming community it's really big but there are some bad people out there and you do have to watch out for it also yeah let the organizers know so we just like be like hey you're not you're not allowed here again just ban them yeah because we want a positive environment oh totally that's the only uh, way you can uh, thrive and become bigger and better yeah totally um yeah you mentioned cheating <laughs> <coughs> I, rem I remember it's okay I, I found that, you know what I, I'll admit it like I've actually used I've actually used some cheats to play poke I've actually used some cheats when I play Pokemon but I have used cheat codes when I played other video games my, because my, those, my son it's pretty fun to do that he'll, he'll have his headphone talking to his friends and he'll like on the side he's like his tablet looking just <laughs> YouTube watching YouTube I just learned you do this and you know like they're like hey and technically looking on YouTube to watch those gameplay videos isn't really cheating because hey if you just want to beat it you want to beat it I get it oh, I've done that too I've done that too yeah, yeah. just, I'll, I'll go and just like, don't do it in competition I need to copy this guy just dude. when you're playing in tournament yeah, yeah, don't cheat you know secret you press this while he does in that whatever, that's right that's know, right like, but yeah let, let's just stick when it comes to that, let's just stick with that with only one player games where games where you're only playing by yourself and the only thing getting in the way is you not beating it. Let's just stick with that. Yeah, because yeah. when if this involves other people, things can happen and it's not that good. Alright, I'm going to ask you this. Uh, <laughs> since we, we know that there's organization, there's a community, all these uh, um, bad things are getting filtered out. Yeah. and they're trying they're keeping it sane and nice and clean yeah. environment yeah, and there are a lot of parents out there they're like wondering uh what kind of uh future does my son daughter has ha have in this community if he wants to compete then he has all the opportunity to do it there's so many different tournaments out there not even just 2gg congo yeah. not even a big one but like there's a lot of smaller tournaments too. At yes. least for, at least for what I've seen regarding Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, there's a lot of small tournaments that happen almost every day. And for your son, if he wants to check it out, maybe compete in it. Mm -hmm. I would say try to check out some of those smaller tournaments. Right. Because 
it's a way for them to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep coming every week, play against other people, push yourself, and then once the big tournament comes, that's when you can officially showcase mm-hmm. all this, all the things you've learned that you've developed into what you did in the smaller tournaments. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, even when I run, even at World Sky Wednesday, like sometimes I will see the same faces over and over because they're coming in because they want to play, they're competing, they want to get better, they just want to have fun. Or do you just want to hang out with friends? There's a lot of things you, yeah. There's a lot of things you can do. Just, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. competing. So, and I recommend checking out those smaller tournaments because, like, hey, that's that's how it begins. Some players start at a small <clears throat> tournament and just keep going from there. So overall, we we uh, not only overall, but like in general, all these tournaments are very safe environments and very controlled. Like, there's no bullying. There's no yeah. I mean, because I want to put this thing out there for parents where they have concerns about their, yeah. you know, sons and daughters' future. You know, if they get into this kind of environment. Yeah. Yeah, and it is true; those kind of environments do exist, but like it will be the parents' job to make sure that the child are careful about it. Maybe talk to the organizers, being like, "Hey, yeah. this is happening. Like, yes. can you fix this?" And then the organizers will be aware mm-hmm. and then make sure to clean up that mess and try not to let it spread. Totally. And it's really hard too because Smash is a really big community too. It's a real, like it's a worldwide game it's a worldwide mm-hmm. video game community and believe me when I say it, there's a lot of toxicity and bad environment too. But like I try not to think of it too much and just do what I'm doing. Just play, compete. Yeah. And obviously like just like any sports athletes. Yes, you're gonna have a lot of followers, fans, and supporters, but you're gonna have a lot of haters too. But what do you do with that? Don't worry about it. Don't let it get to you. That's that's everything is like that. Everything. Uh, like you know the sign exactly. uh, yin and yang, right? Yes. One is the full white. There is a one black dot. White one and is black. black, and there is a white dot. There's always that one black in the whole white, or mm-hmm. in the whole white there is the black. Yes. Uh, 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 and you know, like everywhere, it's tr- it's the same. Yeah. It's, it's it's that true. And I think kids should watch out for those kind of toxicity in bad environments. Like, if it's too uncomfortable for them, then yeah. I would recommend them to like talk to the organizers or talk to like a certain player. Find so- it's a community, so of course you you have to find someone that you can talk about this with. And have and like make some friends, talk about it with them, right. and see if if the if it's too much for the organizers. Because because of how big it is, it's really hard to. It's basically like me trying to control five hundred people from doing all from doing all this crazy stuff. It's really hard. I yeah. mean, you say you run festivals too with like a big yeah. crowd. Yeah, like it's, there's gonna be some shit going down. So a lot of things happen. Yeah, but so when you when, when you have securities, when you have. Uh, organizers when you have uh, groups and everyone uh, a, a team where they're running these festivals um, not a lot can happen before they find out and come and shut it down yeah you know things can much. happen so yeah. it's all about just watching out yeah and for kids to like just watch out for that and yeah. if it's too hard for them maybe you can do something about it in the future yeah. like learn from what you've observed and then do something mm-hmm. about it when you grow older so so I would say uh, if any parent out there watching this and they have, they have any qu- uh, 
um, maybe like questions, you know, like anything like that. Maybe they can leave comments and yes. uh, down below, you know, like we can come back and make another video about that or something, you know. And since this is, uh, uh, you know, concerns are real thing for, yeah, for uh, families, you know, we can we can totally do that. So if you guys have any questions, anything like that, please leave comments down below and we'll, we'll look at it and talk about that. Um, yeah, so my one of my la uh, uh, before the last question, since uh, we talked about everything about community about gaming, uh, from this point on to looking to the future, uh, this point and the future, right? Uh, what do you want to achieve uh, being in this community? Um, what I want to achieve, well, one thing for sure, I want to keep getting better try to get better as much as I can to hopefully be able to compete in the big stage. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, yeah. yeah. I hope you guys watch Evo because uh -huh. Evo is like the Super Bowl of fighting games. And the last one is played, it was, it's usually played at a, in a sports arena. The last, the, the recent ones was actually held at the Mandalay Bay sports arena. That's where like the top big competitors for most of the fighting games all gathered, like came in and then played out through their final matches not nice. all the games but at least like a good five smash is usually smash super smash bros has been usually common so like, so sorry to cut you but when you say mandela bay that means over 21 well yeah that mandela bay event yeah the las vegas hotel yes um the convention center is not 21 plus or I see the sports arena. Center. I don't think that's twenty one plus either, because I see some kids. I see some kids out there watching watching these games too, because video games is a, it's a family friendly thing. Like kids play it, adults play, everybody plays it. I mean, they have events. It's twenty one plus, but Evo. Usually, there are moments when it's twenty one plus, but usually it, it shouldn't be. I mean, okay. Like I said, like there are people who want Evo when they were like fifteen. Like there are fifteen. Okay. Like. Sonic Fox is a, mm -hmm. he's a really good Mortal Kombat Dragon Ball Fighters player or Injustice he's been winning those big Evo tournaments since he was like 16 17 and now he's like 20 and he's still winning mm -hmm. so 21 plus doesn't really matter but yeah like basically nice. try to go just you know just go as much as I can just keep playing just connect with more people as always not just from like here maybe overseas Maybe it'd be nice to like meet some overseas competitors too, be friends with them. And mm -hmm. also like continue to do what I'm doing as a tournament organizer or just as a pool captain. Well that's what they were called too. Pool captains are like the ones that are running the running the pools, the tournaments, to make sure these players mm -hmm. are playing and are making it out. Continue yep. just continue doing a lot of things as usual. Like playing mm -hmm. and helping and just running tournaments. And nice. just keep doing it. I love yeah. doing it, so just can't stop. If anything, like the next big Smash tournament <laughs> coming out is. What do you see in your future? Oh, sorry. Um, what do I see in my. F just continuing to do what I do, what I'm doing, and then. Perhaps starting uh, your own event? Well, technically, we have already have our own event going, and that's gonna. We're right. going to return to doing yeah. that on Thursday. Just keep running it, um, keep advertising it, and hopefully more people can show up. Mm hmm. And then yeah, you we'll wanna, have the turnouts. Do you want to plug in your uh, tournament? Um, <laughs> I mean, 
I'll I'll post I'll post links. If uh, anything, um, yeah, uh, I'll post links about just, it. Just uh, send the links to Louise yeah. and he'll so totally. The to as I said earlier, the tor if the tournaments that I'm part of is the organization is Dreamcatcher Gaming and. It's twitch.tv slash dreamcatchergaming. That's where we stream our Smash tournaments. We've been doing this on Wednesdays, but once January hits up, we'll be doing this every Thursday. So hopefully you guys will be watching. And, awesome. and hopefully coming out too. We're in Northridge at the World's Collide, East, World's Collide Esports Lounge. Cool. That's where we host every Thursday. Um, so yeah, just keep doing that and just travel as much as I can too. Travel is fun. Yes. You've told me, um, before I ask the last question, I remember you told me you traveled to uh, Seattle and... Uh, Vegas. Vegas. Uh, those uh, must be fun. Yeah. Uh, going and, and, and meeting uh, the communities over there. Yes. You know. Yeah, playing EVO was definitely a big one. I feel like that's where I did really good. Yeah. Now... I guess my apologies if I'm going a little too much. Two years ago at Evo 2017, I remember I actually had to play one of those really high-level professional players in Super Smash Bros. for Wii U, and I remember I did something really stupid, but then it worked. <laughs> I misinputted an attack, a really strong slow attack, and it was powerful enough to kill the opponent. <laughs> and then we went game three. It's in the yeah. two out of three. He had to. I actually was able to take a game off of him. Now, unfortunately, there was there's no video for that because it wasn't streamed. Dang it! <laughs> if anything, the the most funniest part about this was the guy I played was the Evo 2016 champion, and I had to play him in 2017. Wow. We were supposed to be on stream, but nope, they decided not to put us. I don't know why. Oh. But the fact that I did that, <laughs> I still think about it today, I'm like, man, if only I could play like that. <laughs> if only I could play like that often. Um, yeah. Maybe you should practice. Actually, I do. <laughs> I still do it people. I call it... It's a fake <laughs> expectation and it doesn't happen. It's so. like, yeah, like basically you're mis-inputting a move, but it still works. I call it the count chief. The uh, count? The Count Chief. Oh, Count it's because my video game player tag is Count Chief. C-O-U-N-T Chief. Um, it's, the, it's the gamer tag that I go by when I'm competing out there. So a lot of the people who watch me play, they will know me as Count Chief. Hmm. Or they'll just know me as Matt because I introduced him as my real name. And the term the Count Chief comes from the fact that I have actually beaten people or taken games off people by misinputting a, a strong move and getting it. And I still do that today. Awesome. <coughs> Hopefully, I can Louis, continue doing that. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to uh, ask through all these questions? Anything stands out? Because I'm going to be asking the last question. Oh, man. I think I heard it all, man. All right, yeah. So. Give me a cheat code to this game. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> I am the cheat code. Oh, he's the cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, see, I don't, I don't use people's cheat codes. I just somehow make my own with my mind. The cheat code is, you do something. You know what? Screw it. The count chief is the cheat code. Just miss him, put a move, and hope that it works. And who knows? You could like beat <laughs> people doing that. I've done it. 
I've seen other people do it. It works. Okay? So, the true cheat code <laughs> is your head. Make it work. Alright. So... Don't, just don't actually use, like, the co program part. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Awesome. <laughs> um, so, we're in the, the end of uh, the podcast. Uh, we learned a lot. This is uh, really uh, amazing information. So, um, my last question is going to be because the podcast uh, is develop your mindset. Mm -hmm. How do you develop your mindset? The way I develop my mindset where it helps me focus. It's a way. So these competitive these competitions. It's a way for you to improve your focus, and improves your concentration. So that like, not even in this, but it'll help you. You can use the amount of focus and concentration learned from one thing and apply it to others, whether it's at work or at school yes. or anything. And then when it comes to other things like regarding being nervous, I would say use whatever you learn. So like I use whatever I learn from like competing and helping in the gaming community to focus on other things too. So like when I'm at work or when I'm playing like DDR for example or some other games or when I'm talking with people I tr I try to stick stay on one topic well I try to but sometimes I like that <laughs> but anyway just just like improve my focus and just keep improving and just like focus on your concentration also like focus on your nervousness how the mind works because this can be really draining in a mental in, in the mental aspect yeah. basically competitive gaming is mentally draining you get more tired mentally but you can use that to improve your stamina so that you can push yourself and then yeah. eventually whatever that looks really tiring just won't look that tiring anymore yeah. it's like when you're playing a sport like before you actually you, before you actually play you have to condition yourself you have to run a lot you have to jump a lot you have to do a lot of exercises and I feel like to improve I feel like another thing that's that would help a lot is find ways to exercise your your, your mind and your, your focus mm -hmm. try doing other things so that it can help you with whatever you want to do that requires that, that that high level of concentration because yeah and then even if it's even if it gets mentally tiring it won't it won't it won't be it won't look as tiring anymore because you're used to it mm -hmm. and you condition yourself to get to where you're at and just keep going yeah and that's awesome. how i and that's how i see it as it's a way for me to condition myself mentally so that i won't be as tired as much when i continue playing more in the future or do anything any other things cool do you want anyone uh, to like how how people can uh, find you if you could uh, maybe leave your um, Instagram or something. My Instagram is Maddie underscore X6. That's my Instagram. Um, a lot of gamers actually use Twitter. Okay. The gaming community use Twitter more often. Mm -hmm. That's like their way to like connect with other gamers out there online. All right. It's the it's the main social media source. For game, mm. from what I've noticed. Do you but, have Twitter? Yes, I actually All use right. Twitter. My Twitter handle is um, my gamer tag count chief. So that's my Twitter handle, and my Instagram is Maddie underscore X six. Also, mm. Dream C Gaming. That's our Twitter page. If you guys want to follow us on there, and then we'll be we'll try our best to 
to post updates on whatever events we're doing that's coming up. And we also have an Instagram page, Dreamcatcher Gaming. Dreamcatcher Gaming Official. I'll, I'll post all, all of the links so that you guys can like follow us, mm -hmm. check us out, and see what we do. And also, we also have our own YouTube channel where we try our best to post all the videos of all the tournaments that we've done in the past. Mm. Very nice. Yes. So, and a Facebook and all that. Awesome. This has been really amazing. Uh, I've learned a lot. And I always enjoy learning, and uh, I hope you guys had uh, fun too. <coughs> Learn uh, from all everything that we've uh, been talking about, uh, uh, you know, all these uh, tournaments and community, everything. If you guys have any questions, please leave comments down below. And uh, thank you, Matthew, for being here, explaining giving us the insights of how these tournaments work, everything, the gaming, appreciate that. And Luis is gonna uh, do uh, the, the social media part. Uh, please uh, do that, please. <laughs> yeah, if anything, I'll post all the social media links regarding regarding my, prof my social media and my gaming organization's profile. Mm -hmm. And then you can check us all out there. And yeah, follow Kabartsi, Kabler's Jewelers, their podcast. They're fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I learned from listening one, to you guys too. Number one yeah. fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, uh, I'll be sure to leave the like all the um, once this is posted, like on our uh, YouTube channel. I'll go ahead and put all the links that he that he mentioned in this video. I'll go ahead and leave them down below, on top of our uh, social media links as well, so you can uh, find us everywhere from twitter uh pinterest instagram facebook we recently just went through a new redesign of the website so go ahead and go to kabartsi.com and you can go ahead and find all of our jewelry there and follow us here as well we're constantly posting our podcasts new episodes every saturday and yeah we, this right. has been an awesome podcast it was good to have him here yeah thanks for having me yeah of course yeah, thank you, thank you guys, thank you Luis, uh, thank you Matthew again, it's always good to hear insights of uh, things that we don't understand, uh, yeah. yeah, it's amazing, thank you so much, then we'll see you next time, appreciate it.